there is no better mission for me than to be in the credit union movement, helping everyday Americans who go through financial turbulence, ups and downs, secure their financial well-being, and be able to look to their financial future and feel better about it and sleep better at night. Because I've lived it. I grew up in a household where we struggled. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. Today we're on the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We, we got... Uh, Chris Bryan, he is the Chief Operating Officer for Service Star Consulting. We are growing, Chris. We've we got are. we got people coming on board. We got new trainers coming on board. We got new trainees coming on board. And so, someone's got to keep this bunch organized. And so, <laughs> you know Taylor Murray, just like I I knew Taylor Murray. We we were kind of peers at BCU uh, because you know we were kind of Taylor Murray's project children. Like he would you yeah. He needed something done. He'd either send uh, you to go do it or, or send me to go do it. And so we always knew of each other because we mm-hmm. had a similar background in that regard. And so I was just super, I was super tickled to to have you come on and uh, and share your insights with us as to how we can improve, be more uh, streamlined, uh, be yeah. more strategic, as well as uh, bring your expertise to the table. So Chris, tell us a little bit about your L and D background. I think that's that's sure. one of the ex- exciting things about your background is that you you've done this. Uh, before I have, yeah. So my L and D career, I, I guess I'll state it as started. Man, when I was 25 years old, um, I made the decision to quit my first job out of college. I was working at a big consumer packaged goods company in the Midwest, and I was miserable there. And I decided to quit my job and move to South America to become an English as a second language teacher. Mm-hmm. And I got my 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 start there was with uh, professionals of really large, you know, multinational banks and financial institutions, investment banks, uh, commercial banks, consumer banks, and I was working directly with them to help them prepare for presentations, negotiations, do what they needed to do to keep the business moving forward in English. And so I was kind of side by side with them, and it was really you know a great experience for me because I was in a position where I got to I feel like learn more than I taught because I got to learn about the business while I was teaching the English. And I did that for four years. Um, and then, you know, my wife and I, my wife's Brazilian, we moved to the United States to start our family. And that's when I started in uh, the credit union movement. So that's when I started working with Taylor uh, Baxter credit union. And I was an MSR on the front line and day in and day out, I got to meet people. I got to understand their, uh, financial challenges that they were facing. And I got to recommend relevant products and services. And I remember how good I felt when I earned somebody's trust and they opened up to me about what it was they were facing in their life. And I knew what products and services made the most sense. And we could have honest conversations about it. And I mean, you know what the branch life is like because you manage the branch. It's very hectic. It's full of traffic. There's a lot of conversations going on. But for me, those days flew by because they were filled with such valuable conversations that I felt were very fulfilling. 
Yeah. And so, so I did that for a year and a half, but then an opportunity came up to move into the learning and development department at BCU. And uh, I, I moved, so I moved into that department and that was at a time when there was a lot of growth happening at BCU. I think uh, we had acquired Target Credit Union. We were expanding up in Minnesota, opening new branches, bringing new hires in. And so I was responsible for onboarding new employees, doing new hire training. I did your new hire training when you came into BCU. Yeah, Chris Bryan did my new hire orientation training what, 13 years <laughs> yeah. ago. A long time ago. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, though? I feel like um, what I've always really loved about the credit union industry, uh, aside from the movement, which I'll get into in a minute and why I love the movement, but the industry itself, it's about connecting with people. And so even getting to welcome people into BCU and some of them had credit union experience, many of them didn't, maybe they had banking experience. So we had to rewire some of those things in their brain a little bit, but I got to be my authentic self every day when I came to work, which is so important, right? Because that's when you do your best work and you don't feel like you're working, right? You feel like you're doing something that you enjoy. So I did that for four years and I was uh, uh, our sales and service trainer within the credit union. So I would train branch employees on uh, sales and service and referral, all those things that we do here at ServiceStar, I did in-house at BCU for four years. There's a connection there. I mean, you, you made connections as an, as an MSR uh, with human beings. You said that was one of the things that gave you, li you life. Uh, yeah. You realize you're at a place that was a little bit different. And, um, and what's interesting about making connections with people is we make connections with different types of people in the credit union. So, um, you know, Mike Neal's got a background where he was an executive director for a credit union. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's who's who's calling Service Star. You know, right. uh, Taylor and I, we ran branches. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's who's calling Service Star. Uh, but a lot of times, you know who we're working with? It's the L&D team, right? right. And so yep. it, I think it's really powerful to have somebody with your caliber on the, on the team because uh, you know... Uh, how they think, you know, yep. uh, how they act and what their demands are. Mike's Taylor and I, we, we don't even know what their, their sales cycle is. What, when do they, when do they look at, you know, uh, bringing on somebody like service star? So that, that, that's sure. kind of a critical piece, you know, understanding what that department looks for, uh, mm -hmm. as, as we, as we work with those departments with credit unions across, across the globe. So what, what got yeah. you? What got you the most excited to take an opportunity to again work for someone who we both admire? So that you know that's obviously on the table. Taylor Murray and his leadership Scott, uh, style is is enough. But beyond that, like, what are some of the things that just got you juiced when you uh, took the job here at ServiceStar? Uh, for me, the juice is in the mission, Scott. And I'll tell you a little bit. I'll, I'll tell you a personal story about why this matters. Um, so. But growing up, I grew up in, in a suburb outside of Houston, Texas, and my parents divorced when I was 10 years old. And so overnight, uh, my, my mom became a single mother raising four boys, a 13-year-old, myself was 10, a five-year-old brother, and a two-year-old brother at the time. And my mom hadn't worked since she'd been married. So now she was faced with supporting four boys on her own. And she had to go out and find work. And she started at the very bottom. I mean, she started posting ads up in the grocery store saying, I'll clean your house for $100. 
And so she did that for a couple of years. And through a critical age of my life, my, my adolescence and teenage years, we always focused on money in our house. It was always a focus because we didn't have any. And I get the chance now to help people improve their financial life. I, I always ask people this. This is a great job interview question. If you want to find out if somebody aligns with your mission and purpose, ask them to tell you about the experiences they had as a child and how it made them who they are today. And you'll find out if somebody is meant for your mission, right? There is no better mission for me than to be in the credit union movement, helping everyday Americans who go through financial turbulence, ups and downs, secure their financial well-being, and be able to look to their financial future and feel better about it and sleep better at night. Because I've lived it. I grew up in a household where we struggled, right? So why am I jazzed to be here? So when I started at BCU, I think BCU had just crossed the $1 billion asset mark. I don't remember how many members they had. I think when I left, maybe 400,000 members. The clients we work with, our credit union partners, how many members do they serve? How many people can we influence through the work we're doing? Because we get to serve the credit unions now. My impact is bigger. I get to touch more members through the work that we're doing with our credit union partners. That's why it matters to me. That's why when I come into work every day, yes, we have operational things we need to fix. Yes, we've got products and services that we need to refine and, and we need to stay connected with the challenges that our partner credit unions are having. But it's all worth it. For me, it's about the mission. And so I was introduced to the credit union mission 13, 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. and it's my landing spot. I, I, I will never, I will never find a greater purpose for the work that I can do than the work we get to do in the credit union movement because it impacts me personally. So there's the answer to your question. But I think I think what's important here is you know the the importance of missional leadership within the credit union movement can't be overstated, right? Yeah. Like this isn't about, this isn't always about the business outcomes. Sometimes we get lost in the business outcomes, the ROA, the net income, those things that are important to keep the business moving. But what are we aligning our organization to? And I think even at Service Star, what are we aligning our organization to? Because we can get lost in balance sheets. We can get lost in project plans. We can get lost in standard operating procedures. And it's important that every now and then we pull ourselves out of that and remind ourselves, what are we here to do and how do we get realigned back to the mission? You got in the service star and you hit the ground running. Uh, give, the, give the listeners an update of maybe some things they may see around our website, things that they may see when they you know, log into our online learning library. They're a little bit different because of the work that you've already started to do to make learning and development more impactful and more meaningful and uh, longer lasting for the, for the end user. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you look at the way we partner with credit unions and the way we deliver training and consulting programs, 
we've got really three, you know, key pillars, right? The, the first is those, uh, you know, we put you on an airplane, Scotty, you go fly out to the credit union, you spend time on site working in that credit union with people and partner with them to change behaviors and improve outcomes. The second way is through the virtual workshops that we have, right? Our nationwide programs, leadership development programs. The third way is through our online learning library, right? These are the on-demand, self-driven uh, learning videos that we have that um, you know, we've leaned on in the past as a, as a way to get people kind of familiar with some of our content and then to come to the workshops that we have. But what we've done now is we've made a strategic investment to make this content much more engaging. So if you think of Masterclass, um, you can subscribe to Masterclass. You're going to have Masterclass level quality videos that are engaging, that, um, that, that we feel like are going to provide our learners with a much better learning experience, right? Because you're going to have somebody that you might see at your credit union one day. These are all facilitated by us here at Service Star. So we didn't contract out actors. Uh, we went in front of the camera and we delivered it ourselves. And so we've gotten some courses already updated. Uh, the, the plan is to have the entire learning library up to date by the end of the year, but we've already got some courses updated. We're getting excellent feedback on the courses that we have now. And we know that as credit unions grow, people get busier. People have more work to do. People get stretched. And so carving time out to come to a workshop or carving time out to have us come on site could be harder for the credit union next year than it is this year. And so the self-guided on-demand option gives our credit union partners other ways to tap into us and our resources and ensure that their employees can get what they need on their schedule. So you're here now. Uh, mm -hmm. The future of Service Star is bright and merry. Um, we're growing. We're, we're growing our team. Uh, I'd say our team, if you're looking at team building, we're in the O phase. We're organizing. We're reorganizing. And that comes up to the COO level. So many of the things that we're doing here directly falls on your lap. Give, mm -hmm. the, give the listeners and heck, even me, what's the sneak peek into the Service Star future? What, what's... Uh, What's got you up at night that is probably a problem we'll be solving in the in the very near future here at Service Star for our clients? Uh, well, I think the, the one thing that immediately comes to mind is I, I want to make it dead simple, Scott, for credit unions to be able to diagnose the issues they're having and instantly understand how we can partner with them to solve their challenges, right? Um, and I think there's opportunity for us to make that easier. Now, we have a lot of close partnerships with several credit unions and we have good dialogue going on. And so as their issues evolve, our solutions evolve and the partnership continues to thrive, right? But what's happening is in the world of, of credit union consolidation, you're taking two credit union cultures and you're merging them into one. You're taking two operations teams and you're merging them into one. You're taking two missions and you're merging it into one. You've got a whole set of complexity there. And 
I think oftentimes, just in the conversations that I've had, there's opportunity for credit unions who are consolidating to partner with us to help us or for us to help them take on some of the challenges that they're facing, right? Um, but those those challenges have to kind of be teased out and, and, and surfaced before we can have a conversation on what do we do about it. Mm-hmm. So I would love for people to be able to easily diagnose the issues they're having and understand what we can do and make that easier. Um, so that's one thing. I, I think the other thing is, you know, if you look at the financial landscape, it's just a, it's a different world we're in now than it was three to five years ago, right? Cost of funds is higher than ever. Um, margins are down and we need to make it easier financially for credit unions to get solutions as well, Scott. So we've done some creative things. We're looking at what employee development programs make sense to kind of package together and deliver to credit unions at a discounted price so that they can continue to invest in their people over the next couple of years as they might face some financial challenges. So we're looking at ways to kind of operationalize some of those things. Um, And then we're always forward looking into what's next, right? So what are the areas that credit unions are having challenges that we currently don't have solutions for? And how do we develop solutions? How do we use our years and years of credit union expertise to partner alongside them and say, hey, you know, together we can overcome this, right? So I think those are some of the focuses. Uh, I won't bore you with some of the back office stuff or the support <laughs> stuff, as we call it, right? The, the the reorg and all that fun stuff. Well, that's, that's um, the other benefit of having you, right? So that frees up Mike Neal to do more training. It frees up me to do more training and, and yeah, frees Taylor to do more of his his uh, his influencing the 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 career uh, individuals throughout the credit union industry as as the CEO. So. Uh, we appreciate all that you do. Welcome to Service Star. Uh, Thank you. Officially, once you make the podcast, you're officially a part of the team. So now, officially, you're welcome to Service Star. And uh, any parting words for our Credit Ian Leadership Podcast listeners? You know, keep keep pushing. Uh, it, the mission matters, right? Every day, you're making a difference in people's lives. You're providing them with better financial choices, uh, options, solutions than they would get if you weren't there in your seat doing your hard work. And I know sometimes it's easy for us to get lost in the day-to-day and the operations and what we have to do to get our work done every day. I just want to remind people that you're making a huge difference in the lives of other people. So keep it up. Keep it up. Well, it's all about people helping people here in our credit union industry. And uh, Chris, you're, you're you're a big momentum behind the movement because we impact thousands of credit unions. So I'm so happy to have you in your seat because you're, you're just allowing us to do that faster and at scale, bringing that back to scale. Thanks again for listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. Uh, the bundles that Chris was talking about, they're live. So I'm going to put a link into the show notes. Yeah, more training, less money. You're going to want to check out that link. We'll see you in 2024 at our online versions of our training. We're excited to see you there. All right. Thanks for listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast.